Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say, they were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved son, listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except what the Son of Man, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. We hear in our first reading from the book of Genesis about Abraham's willingness to sacrifice his son Isaac. St. Paul notes in his letter to the Galatians that Abraham's trust that God would provide was proof of his faith, but also a prefigurement of God's own willingness to sacrifice his only begotten son for the salvation of the world. Abraham was entrusted with only a seed of the promise. Abraham did not see descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Abraham does not live to see in his descendants all the nations of the earth shall find blessing. He only carries out his part in God's plan and loving trust. We too are invited to trust in God's blessings not yet seen. In our gospel today, Peter, James, and John are given a vision of, the, of glory that will not be made manifest until after Jesus' death and resurrection. We as Christians are called to look to the ultimate blessing of eternal life, that is ours by baptism to Christ's death and resurrection. We are called to radiate Christ so that all might be offered the free gift of eternal salvation. This is ultimately the goal which our family of parishes has been working towards over the past year and a half. Creating the unified St. Joseph Pillar families deepens the union that each of us has with the universal church, which extends across space and time. In this effort, so many have been able to see like Peter, James, and John, the glory before the glory. Staff and parishioners have adopted a disposition of hope in the face of many difficulties. For their dedication to the Lord and the mission of the church, I am profoundly grateful. Some of our members have struggled to accept the vision and mission of St. Joseph Pillar families. Unfortunately, fear and division have resulted from narratives that have little foundation in truth or in Catholic teaching. In the midst of this, the entire family office staff has tried to focus on the po positive, to build up a vision where St. Joseph Pillar families sends missionaries not to ju just to Shelby County or the Archdiocese, but to every corner of the world. While not always successful, we have tried to directly address any concerns or fears through personal meetings, videos, town halls, letters, and emails. For me, as your pastor, these difficulties have often left me discouraged. Certainly, this is not what I had hoped for all of you when I became your pastor. Fortunately, I have found a number of supports from the Lord and those I have been blessed to have in my life as family and friends. Some staff members and parishioners who support our family of parishes' direction 
have not been treated charitably, and we all are aware of the negativity which can quickly spread on social media. Such things suggest that something, something needs to change for all of our sakes. That is why, after conversing with Archbishop Schnur and members of the Priest Personnel Board, I have decided with the understanding and support of the Archbishop to step away from my role as pastor of St. Joseph Pillar Families, effective June 30th, 2024. This is a decision I arrived at only after a great deal of prayer and reflection, and it has given me great peace and restored my hope. I am convinced that this is in the best interest of everyone. I am grateful to the Archbishop and the members of the Priest Personnel Board for their unwavering support of me. Even though there have been challenges, I have learned valuable lessons from my time at these parishes and will carry those with me into whatever new assignment God has prepared for me. My resignation does not mean that Beacons of Light comes to a halt or everything we have accomplished as a family of parishes ends. Abraham trusted in the promise God had given to him, though he did not see the promise come to fruition. The promise and vision for St. Joseph Pillar families is still in effect. And those who have supported that vision should take heart because the mission of our family of parishes will continue and it will undoubtedly bear more fruit in the future. God still has much good to do. Who the next pastor of St. Joseph Hiller families is, is will be determined in the next few months by the Archbishop and the member and priest personnel board of the Archdiocese. They will make their selection from willing priests that apply for that position. In addition to this, Father Aaron's term as vicar of St. Joseph Hiller families will also come to an end on June 30th. He is finishing his third year of priesthood which is often priest still in his first assignment will be reassigned to a new parish family. This opening for a vicar in our family of parishes will also be open to priests who put their name forward for the assignment and will be chosen by the Archbishop and Priest Personnel Board as long as there is interest enough priests to fill the position. Please pray for him also in this transition. This does ultimately mean that we will have the departure of at least two priests from our family of parishes in July. Finally, I would like to end with a thank you. Thank you to so many wonderful parishioners of St. Joseph Pillar families. I have seen such a hunger for Jesus Christ and the truth of the Catholic Church and so many of you, along with your support, for which I am deeply grateful. I thank my vicars and staff. They have worked tirelessly to make St. Joseph Pillar families a reality. I thank the Archbishop for his care and concern. His spiritual fatherhood fills me with hope for the Church in the 19 counties of the Archdiocese. As we progress the seasons of Lent and Easter, may the Lord who suffered, died, and rose again for our salvation guide us along the path that he has prepared for each of us. Like Abraham, Peter, James, and John, none of us ever sees fully in this life the way in which God's glory will triumph. Our faith, though, teaches us to hope in that triumph. Each day we take the next step forward trusting that God is always working to lead us to himself. That is my prayer for each of you. Please pray for me as I discern God's will for the next stage of my priestly ministry. Please pray for whomever God is calling to be your new pastor, that he will receive the graces necessary to lead this family of parishes forward together. And please pray for each other, that more and more we all will be conformed to the will of God for our families, our parishes, and our church. St. Joseph Pillar families, pray for us.